Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Phil Svitek, and I want to talk about Godzilla vs. Kong. And I want to talk about it from a spoiler perspective. So if you have not seen the movie, A, I highly recommend that you do. It is a lot of fun. Uh, and then tune back in, right, to talk about all the stuff. So let me begin with overall thoughts. It's a movie that I've been looking forward to. Uh, it's it's a movie you kind of have an expectation of what it's going to be before you even go into it, right? Whatever the storyline is, you know you're there and you're just there to enjoy, as the title says, Godzilla vs. Kong. And it delivers on that front, right? Everything else is secondary to that. And partly, you know, you have this expectation, one, just because of the sheer nature of it, but B, you know, the other movies in this universe, uh, you know, dating to Godzilla, uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, uh, Kong Skull Island, and all that, right? They have this expectation that they've set up of, you know, how they're going to be. And while they're interconnected and so forth, overall, each movie does have a slightly different vibe, um, but this, you know, this was kind of the culmination of what worked Every, everything that we're gearing towards. Now, one of the things, you know, that I certainly kind of was worried about uh, in a lot of the earlier movies, you know, in terms of the fight sequences, certainly with Godzilla, you know, you it, it, it's like a Jaws movie. You don't get to see Godzilla that much, right? And when you do, it's glimpses here and there. But when you, when you have a title like Godzilla vs. King, it very much sets up the expectation of, like, you want to see this thing. And so uh, that was the kind of worry going into it, but it delivers, right? So even in the trailers, the the fight sequence on, on the boats in the ocean, then the Hong Kong neon fight and so forth, like, you actually get to see Godzilla fight Kong and vice versa. And so that... that very much gets delivered upon, and that's what you're there for, ultimately. And here is my co-host, Tony Anthony Becerra, joining me as well. So, uh, Tony, I am just on overall thoughts, and I've been highlighting how when you sign up for a movie like this, you know, everything else is secondary to the title because you want to see Godzilla fight Kong and vice versa, and overall, you want to make sure you can actually see the damn action instead of seeing it you know, in darkness, in close-ups, and so forth. So I overall really loved it, but let me kick it over to you for overall impressions. Hello? Can you hear me? Can I, you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, what's up, dude? How are you? How are you? I'm good. Just uh, living life, you know, talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Yeah, this movie's cool. Um, what am I saying? Overall thoughts? Yeah, you know, going into it, when you watched it, just all that jazz, the good stuff. Yeah, I want to go watch it in theaters with a friend of mine. Um, I chose not, we didn't go into IMAX, because I have, I'm an A-list member and he wasn't, and I was like, I'm just going to watch it normally. Oh, also it was like, it was, um, it was kind of sold out overall for IMAX and Dolby. The Dolby, uh, Dolby, <laughs> the Dolby, uh, 
suggestions is where we were also sold out. So I saw, I saw it normally, but I'm glad I did. It was, uh, it's a fun movie. I mean, it's a spectacle. It's dumb as fuck. Um, all the human parts of it suck ass so much. Jesus Christ. I was pretty disappointed on how they utilized um, Paperboy from Atlanta. Uh, I believe it was like Brian something. I don't have his name. I pulled up yet. Um, I thought it was a shame the way he was like this buffoon and how they made him like a conspiracy theorist. And then they like, uh, I don't know. I got a lot of shit with this fucking movie. This movie's, this movie should just be Godzilla and Kong fighting and then it would have been. Yeah. I mean, I get you. Like as far as certainly the hollow. Yeah. Like. Like, listen, you know, if we were here and we we're going to nitpick it in terms of its story and so forth, it, we would just be ragging on this thing all day. You know, Hollow Earth it's got introduced in the last, uh, you know, King of Monsters very briefly in the fact that, like, it's kind of a thing. It's kind of not a thing. And they're doing the thing. And it's like, what is what is going on? But who cares? It's Kong versus Godzilla. And, and on that front, it delivers. Let me ask you this, like. Who were, you know, going into this movie, who were you, like, rooting for? Did you have, you know, was well, it... Well, let me, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm... Uh, I mean, I'm were you not? not were you? Not really, I'm just not really feeling this anymore, to be honest with you. Um, This fucking movie, this movie fucking, it's, it's just, it's Godzilla and Kong. That's, that's all it was. There wasn't much else to it. Um, and I wasn't rooting for anybody. I didn't. I mean, do I? I like Kong more. I, out of the the MonsterVerse, Godzilla and God, the Godzilla movies weren't really. Godzilla in general never really has hit home for me at all in any way. Um, King, King Kong has in more ways than one with King Kong, Peter Jackson's King Kong, and also um, Kong Skull Island. I thought that was Kong Skull Island was pretty cool. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I, thought, I mean. So what about like? Uh, I, I, I favored got Kong overall, sure. If anything, but I knew it was so predictable. I knew they were gonna team up and fight Mega Godzilla at the by the end of it, and um, there's a lot of dumb shit that comes with it. <laughs> I thought the the Neo Tokyo scene, uh, or not Tokyo, my bad. The, the Hong Neo Kong. like Leon Neon Hong Kong scene was pretty cool. I thought their first fight on the water had some really cool visual flair to it. Um, like the the visuals of this film overall, I think are what what shines here, and <laughs> the actual monster fighting. Like when Mega Godzilla is fucking up Godzilla, I think is like the greatest thing. I thought it was really fun to watch. Um, I think the Hollow Earth stuff was cool. Getting there was really stupid, or it was really not fun to watch and kind of pretty dull overall. But once you were there, I, that was where I found that part most interesting. I think if they build up, build upon the whole Hollow Earth things that they that they left behind in this film i think they can keep this kind of world going because it's obvious that like who gives a fuck about the, the people but the one of the parts one of the things that actually 
was a strong suit in Kong Skull Island. Were the people, in my opinion, like they had like, but the the, the cast was pretty stacked. We didn't have just like some B-listers like Alex Skarsgård or that one um, uh, lady. I forgot her name. Um, that played the main. Are you talking about this movie? Actress or... in this movie. In this movie. Are you like are as you in like as on in... Rebecca Hall? And Rebecca Hall, there you go. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't call her not an A-lister. Like I think she is an A-lister, but to me, she's a B-lister. Whatever, I don't give a fuck. Um, it's uh, what's it called? I guess whatever. My point was that like that Hollow Earth stuff was was pretty fun. I think they if they do like Kong Hollow Earth instead of like Kong Skull Island. I'd be I'd be down to watch something like that because it's always like a fun adventure with Kong, rather than Godzilla is more like what do we do about this big lizard that's attacking our our city and putting our lives in jeopardy and Kong is always like hey let's go on this adventure to this faraway land that we don't know anything about and see what happens. Um, yeah, overall this movie was was pretty pretty okay, quite the quite the spectacle on the big screen. Yeah, yeah I mean that. Uh... I mean, talk about a movie that saved the theaters in, in many people's opinion. Like, <laughs> people are saying, like, we're back. Basically, $50 million opening. So, yeah, who would have fucking thought that was Kong, Kong versus Godzilla versus Kong that was going to save the theaters as opposed to Tenet? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like, this is, you know, I, I mean, the way we're talking about it, right? Like, this is the sort of dumb humor that just begs to be seen on the big screen in my opinion no different than like fast and the furious right any of those movies it's like they're just you know what you're getting into it's just going to be ridiculous but you want to see it in in that way with the loud sound and so forth uh and yeah you you know i listen in terms of its overall plot like this is basically ripped out of batman v superman or any of those other ones right like that they're gonna have to team up and fight something else uh but yeah you know it, it certainly lived up in that way and uh it's interesting how you do like i think the movie definitely positions kong in that way where you're rooting it for him more so than than godzilla but i don't know for me i have i i Maybe and I I don't know how you feel about the 1998 Matthew Broderick Godzilla, but I actually love that one. So I've always had an affinity towards Godzilla, um, which I know like is an unpopular opinion, certainly about that particular movie. But I never thought it was as bad as people made it out to be. Are you familiar with that one? That's yeah. That's like actually my first exposure to Godzilla. Believe it or not. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's a Godzilla that I always picture in my mind. Um, and I always saw it as a kid, so I've never actually seen it as an adult. Um, nor have I seen it as an adult yet. Um, but I do hear, it's a popular opinion to say that the movie's pretty trash. And maybe it is, I haven't seen it in a while. I remember being fond of it, I just remember it being cool, and Led Zeppelin's, uh, <laughs> what's, uh, Oh, I'm forgetting everything today. Fucking a. Um, but yeah, just like the uh, the the theme song to that to that to that movie was great. Um, but going back to what you said, it 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 is very Kong's film. You know, it's 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 more on the side of Kong. He has more of the emotional 
um, elements attached to him while Godzilla is just like, you know, doing his thing <laughs> as he usually does. Um, and also, it's funny that he's mentioned the whole Batman versus Superman. I'm sure you saw the, the you might have seen the memes going around of uh, <laughs> Godzilla Mothra. versus Kong. Yeah, save Mar- save Mothra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so obviously, yeah, to yeah. get the joke, you'll have to have seen Batman v Superman. But hey, yeah, yeah it's a good. But one. have you? What I've seen of Godzilla recently, I saw. I saw Gareth Edwards Godzilla 2014. I saw King of Monsters. Uh-huh. I've seen um, the three animated Netflix Godzillas, which personally I think are pretty dull and disappointing. Especially the anime, the animated style that those are pretty like just gross to look at overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've seen that, and then I think the best things, one of the best Godzilla films of recent times has been Shin Godzilla, and that's a pretty popular opinion. I've seen it. Um, I remember enjoying it. I like how it has a classic Godzilla feel to it, and I could appreciate that because I've never really seen too many of the old school Godzilla movies. So it was just like something that was fun, but also you could still feel that Godzilla was a power to be reckoned with and something to be feared as opposed to what he is in this film. Like the Gareth Edward Godzilla of 2014, I think captures similar to what Shin Godzilla was going for. We'll uh, we'll get Shin Godzilla, um, what's it called? Uh, Achieves, you know, where like Godzilla is a a force of nature as opposed to this kind of like caricature fighting against Kong, you know? Um, In a sense, it's kind of like he's, 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 uh, he feels kind of dumbed down. Like both of them kind of feel dumbed down for this thing. But it's cool because they fight, and it looks fun, and it's fun. And they fight in neon, Hong Kong. I can't get over that. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, okay, let's, let's back up. Let's, um, let's, let's start with the first fight, right? I, I mean, it sets up a pretty good tete-a-tete with them, you know, on, on the boat stuff. Like, I, I, that just blew my mind away because, you know, in, in terms of its sequencing and so forth, I thought it was very clever – you know, Godzilla's trying to get Kong under the water. You said a good what, though? Tet-a-tet? Yeah, what like, like a fight. It's a fight. A tet-a-tet? Don't worry about it. It means a fight, okay? Tet-a-tet? Tet-a-tet. Tet-a-tet? Okay. It means what it means. Nobody knows what that means. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you saying? Like, what was that? Okay. Look it up, buddy. Anyway. Okay. Look it up, everyone else. But... Yeah, I mean, it's it's there, just the way it's sequenced and, you know, uh, I mean, it, it, out of all the things, right, I think this is where the humans are used at their best because, you know, they have to use Kong, uh, not just for Kong, but in order to save their lives and so forth. So I thought, I thought this was just brilliant and, like, the way Kong is just jumping from ship to ship and, you know, Godzilla taking him down, like, this, this set up an amazing round one. I can't say enough about how like fantastic this was and i think part of it was just this idea that we actually saw them fight it wasn't shadowed in you know the middle of the night and or you know some random darkness that generally would kind of happen you know what i mean like we got it plain daylight and we saw (laughs) and we saw kong's fist hit freaking godzilla right in the face that was beautiful 
What did you think of the fight? Yeah, the first one, well, I I know I'm I'm bringing up those <laughs> neon um, Hong Kong. A Listen, lot, you don't have to. We don't but, have to compare it to what you just. No, no, no. no as a standalone. Let me, let me, I know. Let me finish what I was saying. Okay. Although I did bring up that second one, which does look cooler in overall. I think the first one stuck with me the most, though. To be honest with you, I think the first one feels really grounded and just feels so much more not as over the top you get me like it's still kind of it's still kind of grounded i know there's like a huge ape on jumping around ships but it still feels like like playing by our our laws of nature right it feels it feels like it's grounded in our laws of nature and that's what made it feel really cool because it like kong is at a handicap and godzilla is at his like his bet in his element and it feels really cool of like seeing Godzilla how he just tears through ships and it's mass destruction. Um and I really like that. And I really like that there is more like visual flair with the with the camera movements and some of the so, like I remember this one scene where like the camera like does a roll <laughs> and then when it comes it does a full three sixty roll and when it comes back to them it's like Kong punching Zilla, and it it is like the the punch rolls, the camera rolls with the punch, and you it just you just feel it ten times more, and I was just like that was pretty freaking cool, you know. Um, there's also some really fun stuff with like fighter jets that Godzilla just tears up, that I thought was great. Um, you know, um, I I love that that Kong is jumping around on big ships that <laughs> somehow aren't sinking and are holding his weight, which I I mean you know. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, right? Yeah, let's push that aside. Let's push, push physics aside, but overall, that first one does stick with me more than the neon Hong Kong. Yeah, I mean, in some sense, like this little boat one, right? It, it almost reminds me of like a kid playing with just action figures in a bathtub, but just with actual good story. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just the ridiculousness of it, of like, you know, hitting things in a bathtub and, and just, yeah, just causing chaos in, in their complete destruction um oh yeah a five-year-old playing with bathtub but toys in a bathtub would come up with a better story i believe it <laughs> well for the overall movie but as far as like this sequence yeah um and, and certainly again like because the, the funny part is right the the way this all ends is of course okay just play dead and then how do we get kong out of here well what if we flew him <laughs> and it's like well, why didn't we think of that sooner? Dude, that, I forgot. That's exactly what happens. He just plays that. He just... Wait, guys, turn off everything. If you don't move, he'll go away. So awful, dude. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, that's true. They airlift his ass, his beat ass, <laughs> onto, onto land. No, in the ice, right? Yeah. And that whole shot with, like... You know how close all those choppers had to be next to each other to lift it, and then they all had to go up in the. No, that I'm sorry, it doesn't work. It just doesn't. I the whole time I kept thinking about that. I was like, this wouldn't work. It's not. This is. I don't think this would be possible. This isn't like Operation Dumbo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I, I you know, in, as far as like all this technology, technology has advanced tremendously in terms of where these movies started off to now because and i thought uh 
you know, speaking of like human characters, I thought the most underutilized person there was, um, I think, uh, Maya Simmons, right? Is that, that her name? Um, it's basically the, the, it's the, the woman who shows up in the chopper onto, you know, when, when they are in the ocean on, on those, uh, ships. And she says, you know, we've got, we, we've got the technology you're gonna, you know, she's basically pimping out the, um, spaceships oh, that they're gonna ride to yeah. hollow earth i'm like annoying, who are you annoying, daddy, annoying daddy's girl yeah and i'm like a yeah. like i mean i understand she's the daughter of the villain but it's like why why are you here what do you like i i felt she, i feel so bad she was so underutilized she's hot dude i don't know <laughs> they, they need to spice it up a little bit i can't i can't think of anything else other than that I mean, she's an amazing actress, right? And I, I, I she's definitely she? good looking. I'm not gonna lie there, but <laughs> yeah, just her character in general of, you know, yeah, and and this like technology of like you, you know you're gonna you're gonna love our thi- our uh, little spaceships and uh, yeah, there, there's so many. Honestly, like if if you ask me to explain what the hell that they were actually doing, like I understand that her she was going into the middle of hollow earth to get like the electricity so they could power mecha godzilla but as far as like homeboy um scarsgard what the hell he was trying to achieve by going down there i i i can't even begin to tell you and i can't even certainly like the whole gravity brother thing died his brother died trying to reach hollow earth he's doing it for his brother so he wants to I die guess. too? Like, what no, the hell are we talking about? He wasn't gonna die because you know, homegirl hooked it up, hooked it up with. Uh, what so he why needed. did we need Kong? Because <laughs> Kong was gonna lead them to the Hollow Earth. Isn't the it just reason- a straight line? <laughs> like, what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> no, dude. They only only Kong knew the way. Kong was the key, dude. King Kong. King they Kong. literally drove his ass to a tunnel that led to Hollow Earth. They didn't drive him. They carried his ass. <laughs> but, but whatever. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about? I don't know. Like, <laughs> explain it to me because clearly okay. I'm dumb. Okay. I'm going to break it down with it for Please you. Please do. Okay? Please do. All right. I'm sorry about this, listeners. This is what happened in the movie, Phil. Ready? I'm ready. They want to find Hollow Earth. I forgot why. The only way to find Hollow Earth you know, Why did they want to get... find Hollow Earth, though? Is... <laughs> I mean, I understand I why the bad guy wanted to find Hollow Earth. <laughs> I totally forgot already. Who cares? But this is why they want it. This is how they're going to do it. I don't remember how they did it and like how it worked. Basically, they need a Titan to follow to go to Hollow Earth. The only Titan they had that was in semi-in control was Kong. Thus, they, 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 they ship him out, literally, and then they carry him out onto the snow. And then Kong's all like, Yo, you have to go down that... No, the little girl, she's all like, Yo, you gotta go down that hole. There's your family down there. Tricking Kong. Kong's all like, I love you, little girl. All right, I'll go down there. And he goes down there. And then, you know, hollow earth, boom. I mean, okay. So you gave me the what. I'm still not getting the why. Oh, because Isaac Gonzalez's father, who was running the whole fucking... Ghidorah head VR bullshit operation with... uh, Mechagodzilla needed a sample of the electricity of Hollow Earth from the not the electricity like it's more like the power the power source of Godzilla's own power. 
and Kong activated it with his with his axe. But why did Skarsgård need to go? He didn't. He wasn't aware his brother that brother died going to to Hollow Earth, and he was the only one Skarsgårdian enough to lead the operation. That's what happened. I see. See, I feel like I'm gonna go in circles, and I'll just leave it at that after a while. But like, it's like, why do we need Kong? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a damn tunnel. Because we had to chase him to the Hollow Earth. He led them to the Hollow Earth. It's in the it middle would've... of the Earth. <laughs> like, that's, that's, I just, it's that's, so stupid. Not, as far as as far as you know, dude, Kong knows the way. You'd you'd get lost in the tunnels. Kong wouldn't. Okay. Okay. His natural instinct kicked in. His He's instinct a that. His instinct that he wasn't like acting on two seconds ago, but yes, thank God the girl told him. <laughs> With Kong, Kong ain't no monkey, dude. He's not a monkey. I know he's, he's a he's a he's a sign language apex predator. So go home. He told the little girl, and he he went home at the end. <laughs> he sure and did. And I'm, I'm I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the movie he jumps right back down in that hole, going back to all Earth. I mean, that's literally <laughs> what I happened. Point something out real quick. Go ahead. Yeah. Godzilla shows up in Hong Kong, right? Yes. And starts blasting a hole down to Middle Earth. They go through the hole, I believe, in Antarctica, right? Yes. So they literally dig a hole and they end up in China. <laughs> yes, pretty much. It's so stupid. This movie's re- oh my god, this movie's so awful. Well, yeah, so but fun at the same time. Yeah, I mean, literally, Kong takes up his throne <laughs> in Hollow Earth. Literally, um, yeah. I mean, it's talking about this movie is ridiculously silly, but um, um, I don't know. Like you, you mentioned that the podcaster was like underutilized. Like having Millie Bobby Brown in this. I, I'm not the first one to say it, but like that whole storyline, it's like if you cut it out, I don't think anyone would notice. Oh my god, I hated all of it. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I love Brian Tyree Henry, and I really enjoy. I enjoyed seeing uh, that young actor who was in Deadpool as well, uh, Julian Dennison. Yes, um, that's good to see him. Millie Bobby Brown, I could not give a damn about. I think she's a terrible actress. She was bad in this film. She was bad in the previous film. I haven't seen Enola Holmes, but I'm hoping she's better than that. But so far, she's... Dude, when she acts, I can... She's acting with a capital A, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. It's so... It's so bad. But also, just going back to like their whole... They call it well, I refer to it now as a Scooby Doo plot line because that just makes more sense to me now. <laughs> oh my god, dude, awful! Like all of that, awful. I mean, especially what they did with Brian Tyree Henry. Like, who is this? Like, oh, he, it just doesn't work. He doesn't work as this like neurotic, neurotic um, podcaster, kind of on the verge of like Alex Jonesy slash very QAnon, QAnoner. You know, like it's just. Well, here's I'm the like, thing. He's not. He's not that? like that because obviously he turns out to be right. And certainly, like you know, even Halloween and so forth. This is now becoming like a trope in and of itself. As these, uh, you know, mystery podcasters, unsolved mysteries, or whatever you want to call them, uh, podcasters. You know, and 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 all that. So, let me ask you this, um, 
shoot, what was the, uh, oh, have you seen the sort of, maybe not meme, but like the, the overall joke of like the only characterization for any of these people is like, so Millie Bobby Brown's character, right? Madison, her mom is dead. Um, for uh, Brian Tyree Henry, his wife is dead. <laughs> you know, for the little girl, her whole village is dead. You know what I mean? Or, like uh, Alex Skarsgård, his brother died going to the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's <laughs> it's just like that. Everyone's characterization is like you had someone die. Oh, here's a kicker too, right? Um, what's his face? The guy who goes into Ghidorah, the Ghidorah VR helmet, uh, played by oh the actor I believe Shun Uguri, is uh, is his his character is Ren Sirizawa. Now, if you remember. <laughs> If if you remember Godzilla, King of Monsters, when um when the when the Japanese man goes into the Hollow Earth to try to resuscitate light spoilers tries to resuscitate Godzilla, right? Um, I'm trying to pull up his acting his his name the actor's name. He, he Ken Watanabe Ken Ken, Ken Watanabe. He's a uh, so uh, in Inception. You you remember him from Inception. Inception, exactly. So him, right? That character from King of Monsters. Stay with me. You with me? I'm with you. I know where that's you're going. That's his father. That's the son. That's the father. So the, the and the son, Holy Ghost. The, <laughs> of, 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 of and the Holy Ghost of Ghidorah, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fuck. The the son lost the father and is enacting his revenge on Godzilla. And ultimately fails because he gets freaking cucked by Ghidorah for revenge. And it's just, oh my god, this movie is so fun, dude. This movie is, I can't even be mad at it. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad at this movie. Like, there are, it's, there's fun, really fun things that go on in this film. But it's so fucking dumb. It's so stupid. It's that it's laughable. That you can't help but love it. Like, it's so dumb you can't help but go watch this movie and be like, oh, honey. You messed up. You dropped the ball a couple of times, but also you picked enough. You picked it up just enough for it to be the right balance of enjoyable. Yeah. Um, no, and that, yeah. that's the thing. Like the fight sequences themselves, right? They don't skimp out. So let's definitely talk about the Hong Kong fight because this happens in a number of waves. You know, wave one, I would say, is when Kong gets his ass beat. You know, he starts off strong, but then you know, definitely, definitely goes down for the count. And then when Mecha Godzilla comes, they they resuscitate Kong with with a spaceship that they know nothing about. It's like, all right, let's just you know, let's let, let's shock him with the spaceship because clearly, I I've read the manual on this one. You know? They use the only spaceship capable of traveling to Hollow Earth to defib Kong back to life. <laughs> they, they parked it on his chest. And then they blew it up. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm pretty sure that would like do something else besides like shock him back to life. But maybe, dude, know. it would destroy Kong's freaking chest. It would left the cavity of just gush of just some bloody mess of Kong. Kong would have died. His whole chest and heart would have just exploded along with the strip. I don't know. It's it's hilarious. It's funny. You are correct though. They use a high tech ass spaceship to defib good old Kong back to life. Back. Then and then what happens after and then yeah and then the I guess the the, the final how would you say the final section of, of of the of the of the Hong Kong fight ends with um 
you know, Mecha Godzilla getting beat by Kong. But yeah. hold on, well, I think we gotta backtrack a bit. So it starts off with God Godzilla fucking shit up. Kong somehow falls upwards and crawls out of the hole <laughs> from the hollow earth. And he has a really nice axe that he barely gets to use against Godzilla. And then they fight and then Godzilla kicks his ass. To the point where he's barely, like he's like half dead, right? Okay. And yep. then the defense comes through. And that happens. But while that's happening, this is where we forgot. Well, while the, while Kong is KO'd, um, Mega Godzilla has come up, come about, and has unshackled himself from Sawazawa Junior over here, and is running rampant with his own agenda against Godzilla, and he's just wrecking that ass. He's just destroying Godzilla left and right. Yeah. Um, how, how did you feel about Mechagodzilla versus Godzilla? Because that was pretty long. That was, and uh, you know that that was a good fight sequence. You know what I mean? It's um, like as a wrestling fan, it always felt like because you know Godzilla destroys Kong, and so it's like okay, now Godzilla's the strong apex predator, but then boom, Mechagodzilla comes in, and it's almost like. Uh, this is a wrestling term, but like, you know, Brock Lesnar coming in and just giving him like F5 bombs left and right. It was beautiful. Now, what what I also did appreciate is like we kind of knew it was coming, right? I mean, all in all, I would say like an hour into the movie, it is revealed that like there's this greater threat of Mecha Godzilla. So they didn't like all hold it back. And, you know, certainly in the back of my mind, I'm like, when is Mecha Godzilla going to come out? And you know, as a storyteller, you know, of like, okay, Kong and Godzilla got to fight. They got to beat the crap out of each other because, you know, Godzilla, he wins, but he he takes he takes a couple of good punches here and there. So he's a little tired. I mean, damn. Um, <laughs> the Kong's uh, Superman kick, like, <laughs> damn, that was beautiful. That was fantastic. Yeah, I love that. You know, so uh, yeah, and then Mecha Godzilla just being what he is, just destroying and obviously kind of. I don't know, being polar opposite, right? Uh, Godzilla has the the blue heat wave, whatever you want to call it. Obviously, it's radiation and crap like that. <laughs> and then Mega Godzilla has the red, you know, radiation. Or whatever right. the hell it ultimately is, I guess. I don't know. So, I'm, I'm disappointed in a few things here. They, they, they missed out on the opportunity of Godzilla and Kong doing just like a double punch towards Mega Godzilla, you know? Or what if like... Godzilla held Kong's arms and just like swung his ass, and then Kong could have, you know, punched him with his feet because they have hands for feet. Mm-hmm. You know, they missed out on a lot of really cool, classic um, tag team like uh, <laughs> maneuvers that you would see in just like really schlocky '80s films. I would have loved that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> against like a Godzilla, like what if like Kong just like helped, just like drop kick them, I, 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 Godzilla. I think that would have been fun, but instead we get um, Kong being like choke choke holded or something by Mechagodzilla. I forgot how it goes. I just remember Godzilla breathing, throwing up on the axe. The axe gets powered, and then he just destroys Mechagodzilla that way. Yeah, Kong I mean it was very much. Yeah, I mean, it was very much like the whole sort of truce that I guess is supposed to happen is because, you know, Godzilla's sort of like beaten up. 
all he can do is power up <laughs> you know, uh, the the Infinity Axe, as I'm going to call it. And, you know, so then got, then Kong has to is the one to ultimately take down Mechagodzilla. And so it's like Kong has no choice but to essentially be like, all right, we good, you know. But yeah, I, I agree. I think it was, <laughs> it was it's definitely a missed opportunity for them to just tag team his ass. Yeah, apparently they they respect the rules and they Godzilla kind of just tagged out <laughs> and then Kong Kong legit just takes over. Well, Godzilla was getting his ass kicked, so Godzilla was tired. You're right, he was tired. He was beat. He's like, I'm out, man. I I saw you just get defibbed. You got your second you got your second win. Go to throw Kongy. Go ahead and uh, use that nice axe of yours. Let me power it up real quick. If so only no sure if, if only Junior was around to restart Godzilla again, just like father. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we know what happened to Junior. He gets fried, and that's the end of that story. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. All that setup, all like all that cool Ghidorah just had just just for nothing. Wait, okay, like, let me ask you this. If if there's another movie, you think there's gonna be a grandchild of Junior? <laughs> I one can only pray, Phil. I would, I would hope so. That'd be amazing. Just like uh, I said, with Zawa, like um, the third, I think would be would be amazing. Speaking of father child, um, friggin' um, Kyle Chandler, right? Doctor Russell, uh, Millie Bobby Brown's father in the movie. He, we, he, he, he literally went through this in Godzilla: King of Monsters. And then when she comes to him, I know I, I've taken a huge tangent, but he she comes to him and like is saying all this stuff, and he he, he like doesn't believe her. It's like he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't, we're not, we're not dealing with that anymore. Yeah, we like did that last movie, we're not, we're not doing that again. <laughs> like it's like, why don't you believe her? She's not saying like, hey, there's aliens, and it's like no one's ever seen aliens. Like she's literally talking about Godzilla, who she has a history with, as do you, as the dad. And this is pretty much your job. And you're like, nah, we good. Yeah, he's like, I, I don't want any part of this anymore. <laughs> he, he, that's, he's, he's just like, he's just like, he's just like, nah, man. Like, it, it's so funny. And in the film, barely uses him. He's only in there for like, maybe less than, probably less than 10 minutes of screen time. He's so non-existent in this movie, and he was like, he's the only thing you can truly latch on to, him and and Millie from the previous film, a- along with, I guess, Godzilla. Like, the most recent film, um, Godzilla, King of Monsters, it's all about their whole family dynamic, and how they lose, you know, they lose a mother, and, and that whole bond, that, that movie is creating this whole fucking bond, reuniting the father and the daughter, right? And then this movie just shit cans all of that like <laughs> instantly. No, yeah. it's about it's about Kong and this deaf girl, and it's just like I guess like that's cool. Well, let me Which, ask you. By the way, I think the deaf girl was cute. I think she was a great actress. I loved her. <laughs> yeah, she was fantastic. Um, let me ask you because in so like with the recent Planet of the Apes series, right? There's not there's continuity, but as far as like the actors from movie to movie, there's a lot of time that passes in between, and so. You get new actors. The only kind of through line is, you know, the the apes themselves. Uh, and it's interesting to me because, like, 
I, I think of that trilogy of movies as being truly wonderful. Whereas here, like, yeah, they've got the through line of Kong and Godzilla, but, you know, switching out all these, like, I, I really think that they should assign a lot of these actors just from movie to movie. And we could have like had a much better attachment to all of them. You know, like you were saying, we had this whole plot line in Godzilla King of Monsters and yet here it's like just, you know, as you called it, the Scooby-Doo subplot. So, I don't know. I think they could have done better. Yeah, I mean, um, what, well, when it comes to what you bring up with the Planet of the Apes, it was always the Apes films, you know? Like, it always seemed like it, well, it always feels like it's more, there. I haven't seen all of them. I don't think I've ever, I never watched the second Blasphemy. or the third one. So good, I they're know. so good. I, I keep hearing that. I need it. I need it. It just doesn't never really appeal to me, but I, I do want to watch them. Um, but I just feel like it, it's, it doesn't really need too much of the human element because you, we do have that through line of this, of this ape who can also communicate and talk and has convey emotion beautifully. And in these movies, we just have big monsters that do things like, <laughs> like, yeah. um, I feel like in this, yeah, in this movie, um, I don't know. They kind of knew to give us what we wanted, which was two big monsters. And they like, there was like a half a brain working when it came to everything else. There was like, there's, there wasn't anything there. They just, they well, just I, I do appreciate like, like it, it didn't overstay its welcome. Like, I mean, it's a little bit shy of two hours, which is like, I thought perfect length. You know what I mean? I didn't need any more with anything else. Like if you're going to add anything, it would have been the fighting stuff. But I thought, Overall, you know, I, th- I I haven't, like, done it out, but I think I've seen articles where it's, like, the Hong Kong fight itself is, like, a whole 20-minute sequence, and it's, like, that feels like a good amount, you know, and, and certainly all the other stuff. So, um, yeah, and I appreciate that uh, that Godzilla messed with Florida. <laughs> nah, just kidding. That's me being joking. Oh, that's, does he, he attacks Florida? Yeah, Pensacola, Florida, or whatever the hell oh, it was called. Oh, that's hilarious. Pensacola. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, is that my. a real place? I gotta look. It up. I don't know. I I, I would imagine. So. I wouldn't be surprised. Here's here's something I think I just thought of right now. They could have trimmed all the bullshit Scooby Doo thing, like B list, B movie, uh, like the, the B plot with the kids and Brian, um, and you should they should have just combined it all into one big shebang. And focus more on, like, on those three cooking up with Alex Skarsgård and, uh, and the Hollow Earth people. And it should have just been that. It should have been, like, a journey through the Hollow Earth. I think if, if like, the Kong Hollow Earth stuff went on a little bit longer, that would have been cool. Um, trekking through and making that more of a plot. And then leading to the whole Godzilla shooting a beam down, which would cause them to go, <laughs> go up and end up in uh, Hong Kong. And then that's where the final thing goes down. That would have been better. But yeah, I mean, I think stupid I... fucking like children, like children plot, this childish plot line of these kids and this grown up. <laughs> I, 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 I think like, uh. I mean, I, I think it's a, uh, it, it's one of those byproducts where people feel if, by having multiple people in, especially for a movie like this, in multiple places around the globe, it feels more end of the world, like the stakes are higher, 
things are happening, you know, blah, boom, boom, boom. It's high paced and things like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think it's more of that. Um, cause certainly, you know, if you're just going to follow a certain set of characters, yeah, I think it alleviates a lot of those problems and y- you certainly get to learn a lot more about them. And <laughs> I, I wouldn't have the problem that I have where it's like, wait, the Simmons girl, like the daughter, it's like, who, who is she? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we would have actually gotten to know her, uh, beyond just like, oh, she's just like a villain, just like her dad. But, um, you know, I think again, I, I think, uh, it almost feels like you ever read the grocery store paper book paper um back books? Nah. They're very much like very simple plot, like just random stuff. It's you know, some of the most terrible writing that you'll ever read. But it it much in the same way. It's just like <laughs> it's just meant there so you don't have to turn on your brain and you're just enjoying whatever the hell is actually happening. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, this part of me, I don't know what this movie is rated. I'm guessing, what, PG-13? PG-13. Yeah, it's, there's, there's, like, there's a part of me that believes they were trying to make it, like, appeal to not even teenagers, but to kids with that whole storyline. I don't know, it just felt so childish to me where I'm just like, this can't be, this is too dumb for teenagers. Like, this is, (laughs) um... And I just I don't know, dude. I mean, yeah. But but see, okay. I, I think they could have combined it. I think it would have been I would have been slightly better if they combined it all. They would have trimmed the fat of the whole them breaking into the rubble and then realizing there's a Mega Godzilla. Like I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean that that that's the kind of interesting part well, of. Hello. You, you like muted yourself right when you started talking. Oh, um, I don't know why. Uh, so. You know, you, you, you raise the, like, the, this is the thing that's saving uh, movie theaters. And, you know, obviously we're being a little bit facetious, but at the same time not, versus Tenet. And, you know, Tenet is a great movie, deserves to be seen on the big screen type of thing. But you you can't just go in there, maybe have a beer, maybe be high. Because, um, like, just so much is happening. You're like, what? I don't understand, like this movie whereas this is like the opposite it's like i don't understand what the hell's happening i don't need to understand what the hell's happening i just like them fighting you know like it's on paper both like have similar qualities of like they're incoherent to a degree they're very spectacle based um you know just loud and over the top and yet for some reason this just hits better than tenet in that way so I'm not kudos. Kudos. True. I, I I mean I do like Tenet more, that's for sure, but yeah, that's <laughs> those are good points. <laughs> I mean as a movie, yes, I like Tenet more. As something that's enjoyable, Kong vs. Godzilla any day. Dude, I wanna see the, the, the thirty minute cut. I don't know if you listened to the slash film cast already episode. Um but <laughs> Jeff Kanata brings up the point that like if they were to just trim trim out all the human stuff and just make a 30-minute cut of them fighting, that would be just as enjoyable as watching the whole movie. And I think I agree with them. I think I think the the stars shine when the when they're fighting each other. <laughs> they're the stars. Should be focused on them. Like if it was even just like them having a talk, you know, Godzilla and, and Kong having a talk and them fighting, I would have loved that too. See, here's what it, it would have been amazing. 
it would be an amazing experiment if like somebody just literally went for it and made like an let's say an 80 85 minute movie of just straight non-stop fighting of Khan versus Godzilla. Like that to me would be like f the humans. So many people would die. <laughs> I mean, you know, like listen, have have them go at it, you know. I would uh it would be very interesting. I think that would be a great experiment. That's going to be the next one. Godzilla vs. Kong 2, The Hollow Earth. The rematch? The Hollow, hollow Earth Dome. <laughs> hollow Earth Dome. <laughs> yeah, dude, the rematch. The Reckoning. Sounds good. Well, we've, uh, I think we've exhausted all the major talking points, so, uh, so let's bring this home. Tony, where can uh, people interact with you if, uh, if they should choose to? Yeah, they can find me in, uh, down in the Hollow Earth beneath their feet or on Instagram at Tony B. Tony T-O-N-Y B as in boy T-O-E K-N-E-E What about you, Phil? I'm at Phil Svitek and uh, I appreciate chatting with you and if you want to join us, we are live every Wednesday, 8 p.m., Pacific time on Clubhouse, and then, of course, we're going to post it up afterwards. Uh, so, you know, you can share your thoughts that way. So, speaking of Godzilla and Kong, feel free to drop us a line, whether in the comments section or hit us up on social media. Thank you, and we're out.